you know, sometimes we just want it to be easy, but if, if everything was easy and simple, then what are children learning? They need to learn that sometimes it's going to take a lot of hard work because life does that sometimes. And a lot of times things don't go as planned. You know, you want to get this, this, and this done. And Welcome back to the You Can Homeschool podcast, where Pat Fenner and Tracy Hegerman candidly discuss all things homeschooling, the good, the bad, and the brilliant. Go ahead and grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, and join this week's lively discussion. Hi, welcome back to You Can Homeschool. I'm Tracy Hagerman, the happy homeschooler, and I'm here once again with the lovely Pat Fenner from Breakthrough Homeschooling. So our topic today is hopefully going to put your mind at ease. I know that when I was homeschooling, some days just seemed so busy, so overwhelming sometimes, um, especially nearer to the end of the year, as you know, you've been sort of getting tired of the homeschooling thing. And sometimes when I was feeling down or frustrated, I would, I would sit back and think, am I even focusing on the right things? Like, mm. is all this going to amount to something? <laughs> and so that's what we want to talk about today. When you're feeling that, or you're really truly wondering as your kids are getting older, are, are, are we focusing on the right things in our homeschooling? How do you know if you're focusing on the right things? Mm. So Pat's going to start us off with a few of her ideas. Yeah. Yeah, that's that really that's a that's a thing, you know, uh, worrying about that. And I do want to just point out a little bit of encouragement. If you're feeling that way right now, chances are you are, because if you're worried about it or concerned about it, uh, chances are you are a really concerned, intentional parent, and you are trying to do your best for for your kids. So just the, just by nature of the fact that you're concerned or worried about it, you probably are. That being said, I don't want to minimize that feeling, though, because it, it is a feeling. And we do go through seasons when even the best intentioned parent might not be focusing on the right things. But I think you might be surprised to, to discover or to learn what that is. Uh, in other words, we tend to get focused, so focused on the academics sometimes, you know, or our kids, you know, those that series of books that was popular for a while about what you what your child needs to know and it, it was all by grade you know all all of it or most of it because I I did have a couple of issues of those books uh, were, were academic they were split up by subject uh, the academic subject and kind of kept supposedly kept your kid you know up to par with what was what their counterparts in traditional school settings were learning and, uh, and that seemed to be the big thing, you know, like are we foc we're focused on the academics. But over the years, I learned that really academics can be picked up at any time, at any age. I'm certainly, certainly I'm a testimony to that because of the things that I've been learning, even since we've kind of wound down our homeschool years, uh, things that I've had to learn for the business that I'm doing right now and 
certainly podcasting and video recording and all that stuff. Like I had to, I didn't learn that in school, you know, kind of thing. So, so I just want to start out with that, Tracy, just with that little bit of encouragement that you probably are, but don't minimize the fact that you're asking this question because it is worth looking into and, and assessing, well, what, what, what is going on right now, not only in our homeschool, but what's going on in your heart, mama, you know, to be thinking about that in your life that would be making, you know, giving you pause for this. So that's kind of what I want to kick it off. Tracy, do you have, what do you have to? Yeah, you were making me think that um, sort of same thing, being intentional about it. Um, I was thinking of when my, when my kids were young and I would think, okay, let's, my agenda or my goal was to, you know, get them some exercise. So I take them outside side and head to the park. That was maybe a 10 minute walk away. And invariably this 10 minute walk would turn into a 45 minute walk to get there because my agenda was, we have to do this. We're going to get to the park so they can get some exercise. But as I would, you know, when I had my first child and we'd go, he was always observing things. So he would stop and he'd notice an ant on the ground and that it's slowly, and then he'd watch it as it was climbing up the tree. And then he'd be like, you know, putting out his finger to touch it. And then I'd be like, okay, come on, Kent, let's, let's get to the park. Get to, but what was he doing? He was learning right, right there. He was learning. And then um, I think I was telling my friend about this and at his next birthday, she got him an ant farm. So one of those little things you put the sand in and then you see the ant crawl through. So even though we're being intentional and we're saying, okay, the goal is to get to the park or the goal is to learn this math by providing these different opportunities, the learning's going to happen in somewhere in there, but it may not just be like that academic thing. It's all the opportunities that we give them. So just like that, my agenda being let's get to the swings or whatever, your children are going to learn along the way. So as long as every day you're providing those learning opportunities, they're going to learn and they're going to be interested in the things that appeal to them. So um, like you said, being intentional, starting your day, like, okay, today we're going to homeschool. The learning is going to happen in, in surprising places. Mm -hmm. And that's the really neat thing about it. So it's, just, you know, taking a breath each morning and say, okay, this is what we have planned, but the day may not go as planned, but that's okay. Um, I, I can think of many times where we'd start reading a book on something and then all of a sudden we'd have a conversation of, yeah, did you ever think, I wonder what would happen if, you know, something that was spurred on by what we were reading about. And the next thing, you know, we were Googling on the computer. Oh, well, how does, how do volcanoes work? Because they mentioned a volcano in this. And then the next thing we're building a volcano and like, it's not a linear path and that's okay. As long as we're pre presenting opportunities for learning, learning will take place. Right. And so I would venture, and, and that really is creating a lifestyle of learning that you hear me talk about ad nauseum, but I think it's really important to to, uh, you know, to develop that. And of course, the younger your children are that you start developing that, the, the better it is as well. Um, but so uh, taking that assumption that learning will happen, if you are still concerned about, air quotes, you know, the right things, that really kind of leaves us with something that isn't necessarily, definitely isn't taught in schools, and uh, is often not 
focused on at home too in this character. And I would offer to say that, that mom, if you're feeling like you're curious or you're discouraged or you're just wondering, are we focusing on the right things? I would, first of all, look at and, and ask yourself, why, why are you asking this? Are your kids misbehaving? Are things chaotic at home? Are things not getting done? Are they being disrespectful? Are you tired? Are you taking care of yourself? It may be more than one of those answers. You'll know what they are, but then start looking at that. And, and the thing is character trumps academics mm-hmm. because as I pointed out, you know, initially you can learn on any time of your life in all a myriad of different ways, but character is something that becomes incorporated into your personality, into who you are. It's, it, it's a question of integrity. You know, do you do things the right thing when no one's looking just because that's part of your character kind of thing. And, and training for character makes a huge difference in the atmosphere of your home. Are your kids being respectful? And I'm not talking, you know, they have to be doormats, but uh, you teach your kids how to respond, teach your kids how to, how to argue, but I'm, I'm talking about like the, um, uh, arguing logically, you know, just having a conversation about, well, why do we need to do this? It's important to answer your kids' questions when they ask why sometimes, because they're not always being disrespectful. They are learning about what it means, how, how to make decisions, how to decide for themselves, how do they know what to do next? And when you answer those questions, why do we have to do this as long as it is respectfully? Uh, that's, t- that's teaching them. That's a teaching moment for them. And, and we should use them. But I love Tracy, your uh, example about the ant, because that's a perfect character segue because uh, scripture tells us, look, look at the ant. And there's a, there's a whole section on how ants uh, plan and work and everything, which translates to character. And there's an amazing book and I will look it up and I'll try to get that in the show notes. Uh, It's a a beautifully illustrated book. It's a huge book on character and it talks and it uses all animals as different examples of character traits that are great for, you know, to, to, you know, to instill in your kids and to develop and at least have conversations about in your homeschool. Mm -hmm. And the ant is certainly one of them, a diligent worker, plans for the winter, you know, plans ahead, uh, all, all kinds of things works together and stuff like that. So I would say that really, uh, once you answer that question, why are you asking this? You know, am I focusing on the right things? Uh, look at why you're an- asking that, you know, and, and self-assess as a, as a homeschool mom and then work from there. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes total sense. Because as you were talking, I was thinking of, it's always talking about what's the end goal, or the vision, why are we doing this? And like you said, character building. So, you know, it it doesn't matter if you're working on math or physics or writing and the child's struggling through it. You know, sometimes you have to struggle in life. (laughs) And so that's okay. So, you know, sometimes we just want it to be easy, but if, if everything was easy and simple, then what are children learning? They need to learn that sometimes it's going to take a lot of hard work because life does that sometimes. And a lot of times things don't go as planned. You know, you want to get this, this, and this done, and it just takes a lot longer or, you know, you don't understand it. So you have to back up. Um, But that's life. That's, 
that's life skills that, you know, learning the struggle, learning to not give up, learning to say, okay, I don't, I don't know this. I don't understand this. Maybe there's a different way I can learn this information. And, and that's what we have to do through our whole life. So it's, if you're wondering if you're focusing on the right things, if you're having struggles, yeah, <laughs> you're, and, and you're not allowing your kids just to, you know, put that aside and make it too easy, then yeah, you're focusing on the right things. You're helping build those characters. Um, and I think another thing that really helps is don't focus on what other homeschooling families are doing or other kids, your kids age are doing. That one is, is such a trap. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice to know that, okay, at this grade level, maybe they should be here in reading or that, but that is such a loose guideline that you should be using. Um, everybody develops at a different rate and everybody has different interests and talents. So um, you don't, don't compare. And even between siblings, don't compare. And sometimes that's so difficult to do when the kids are so close in age sometimes. Um, but what we tried to do was focus on, okay, here's Kent's really this is what he's really skilled at, you know, the maths and the sciences and the logical thinking. And then our second daughter, like she's really skilled at writing and creativity and music. And, and then our third daughter is like, her traits are like, she's not shy. She can just walk into a situation, ask everyone's name, present, you know, like, so we focused on what are their strengths. So don't do the comparison thing. Instead, find the strengths and the skills in your children and, and highlight them. And so that would give your kids more confidence. And that example that you give too is a great, uh, one of the critics, criticisms I've heard about homeschooling is that it doesn't teach our kids how to deal with other personalities, uh, which if you have two children, all you need is two. <laughs> you have more, of course you have more, but if you have two children, you have different personalities. Actually, if you have one, because chances are your, 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 even your, only child is different from you. So there's two personalities right there. Uh, but it gives them an opportunity, you know, like you had three children, three different skill sets, interest sets, uh, personalities, I would venture to say too. And learning how to deal with each other and how, or, you know, teaching them how to deal with those different personalities, not being judgmental, just being aware of, well, okay, I do this very well. And my brother doesn't, but he does this very well. And I don't, you know, maybe we can learn from each other. You know, those kind of things, those are all soft skills, considered soft skills in the business world, but, but are important people skills. They're really important to learn how to handle each other, how to handle different personalities when you, no matter what you do in life, you know, college, career, whatever. So those are really good opportunities. And those are something to focus on too. Like, don't do the comparison in terms of so-and-so is better than me or more advanced or whatever, just emphasize the differences and, um, but, but the benefits of the differences and how we can learn from each other from the differences. And honestly, that really will translate to, uh, into a wider approach toward people from different cultures, people, you know, different skin, skin colors from, different places in the world. I mean, it just, when you have a mindset of different is good and a curiosity about different and how can we work together and help each other, mm -hmm. that is 
an incredible character trait, an incredible gift that you are giving your children. Oh, I, I love that. I absolutely love that. Mm. Um, so let's bring it back down to like the day to day. So you're, you're in that mode of, oh, you feel frustrated or oh, like everything seems like a struggle or that. Um, I think those times are the times where we have been doing too much mm. <laughs> or we might just need a little a little break. So that might be the day to say, you know what, guys, let's just close our books for today. Let's go out in the back porch and blow bubbles or, or let's go out and let's go for a walk and let's go look at everything like God created. Let's go look at the trees. Like, let's go really look at them. Like, what do those leaves look like? What do the buds look like? What are the bar? What are the different barks? Like just sometimes we need to step back from being so in it um, and just take those right I'm not saying do that every day but but you know when it gets to that point where it's just like you're slugging through and nobody is really learning anything right. and yeah and attitudes are just you know everyone's irritable that it just means okay let's just back off a little bit mm -hmm. we can we can save this for tomorrow and so don't be afraid to do that <laughs> it might be a, a, a time to just uh as well, I agree with Tracy about getting away from the books, but maybe doing something creative. Um, one of the things that we did when you're absolutely love, Tracy, you're talking about doing your, your walk and looking at the trees and everything is we um, co collected leaves. And then my husband made uh, like eight and a half by 11. So it'd be like a loose leaf size, cut pieces of wood, thin thin, thin wood for the kids and put holes in the four corners. And then we got a wood burner and the kids did their name and leaves and stuff on the front. And we used it as, and we put screws in there and we take our leaves and bring them home and put them in between layers of paper towel and tighten them and flatten our leaves. And it was just, it was, you know, of course that was learning. I didn't emphasize the different shapes or anything. I, I told them just for beauty's sake, Let's look for different kinds of leaves and different shapes and different colors and things like that. And then we press them and it was such a fun, you know, probably for the, for the following year because the leaves were different colors, you know, as they change color and stuff like that, uh, the kids would be taking, picking up leaves and putting them in their leaf press. And it was, that was a day that was, I will never forget, came up with that project because it was one of those days when I was wondering, this is not fun. This is, we're all on each other's nerves. We were just into the books. I had little ones at home too, that just felt kind of left out and we could all do this. This was something all of us could do and had fun learning together and uh, just kind of diffused all that stress and tension for a while. And, and, you know, watching the kids work on that, those projects together and everything was, I was able to step back and say, Oh yeah, this is, we're, we're okay. We're all right. <laughs> Yeah. And, and on a similar vein, I remember the kids, they were looking in their science book and they had to learn about the different clouds. So, you know, you're looking in your book and you're seeing, I don't even remember the names of them, but <laughs> kids always laugh at me, mom, we learned this. How come you don't remember? <laughs> but, but they were looking at different cloud shapes and the different names. And then I said, okay, close your books. Let's go outside. And so we made a little chart and every day for, it was about 30 days. We went outside every day and, and looked at the types, 
looked at the sky and then they came back in and they said, oh, it's this type. And they wrote it down. And then at the end of 30 days, they basically calculated how many days had this type of cloud, how many days. So instead of, you know, reading about it and trying to memorize, okay, this is the name of this cloud or whatever, it was more fun. So I'd see them in the morning, get up, you know, have their breakfast. And the next thing you know, they're outside looking around and then they're in with her. It just made it a little bit fun. So I don't know. I'm always about fun. Like <laughs> if there's some way to make it more interesting, then do it. And another thing we did was um, when they were studying plants. And again, they're talking about all the different types of plants and that. So I'm like, okay, let's get five bean seeds and put them in five pots. And then the first pot, we're not going to water. The second pot, we're going to water, but we're going to put a box over. So there's no light. The third one, um, I don't remember. I think we had some slits uh, of light coming through in the box. Um, so we had five different scenarios. And then it was, again, over a 30-day period, they let these things grow. And then, you know, which one grew or didn't. And that was way more memorable and stuck in their head because, they were in it, they were doing it, they were seeing it rather than just reading about, well, here, if you put water, this grows, you know, like, <laughs> you know what, too, I'm just thinking, because I'm thinking back to the connection with character, what character trait, character training that is for teaching patients, you know, that it's a teaching that training and growing is a process. So when they get discouraged about maybe something that they're working on, personally and it's not happening you could well, remember when we did the beans it's a process honey it does it, it takes time I mean that's oh my gosh those are just great ways to even connect character trading with academics you know that's I love that example yeah and and as they got older I, I would always say like if you're gonna complain or you're frustrated about something instead of just complaining think about what can I do to make this more fun mm-hmm so like spelling was always difficult for two of my kids. So what would we do? Well, we, instead of writing it, they, we'd go out on the driveway with chalk and, and just that simple change of, or we do markers on the whiteboard, not permanent markers, dry erase markers on the, on the whiteboard. <laughs> I did find out there is a way to get markers off <laughs> permanent markers off the whiteboard <laughs> after lots of searching. <laughs> that was a mistake. But, but again, um, I also, you know, when they were young, I'd come up with these ideas, but over time I'd say to them, okay, how can we do it differently then? Like, if this isn't working for you, make a suggestion, let's try something. Um, And I know one of my, my youngest child, she liked music while she was working, which I was like, how is she ever going to concentrate? But for some reason she had that music going in the background. She was able to write her paragraph. I don't know how she did that, but she did. So giving them ownership of, of changing it. Yeah. And then the other thing I want to point out too, and we are going to do another episode on this. So uh, I I don't want to give too much away, but uh, going back to the question of, you know, why you're asking this mama, if you're tired, uh, look at what's going on in the house, in in the home, because this is homeschooling. So yes, there's school, but, but there is that aspect of of the home and, and look at, are you doing, well, Tracy even asked this earlier, you know, are you doing too much? Are you doing the chores? Are, are the kids, are you doing all the laundry? Are you doing all the cleaning? Are you doing meal prep and cleanup and all, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there are, your kids should be helping with that. And that can be part of school and that'll take the load off you. And I do want to say, if you have littles at home, uh, they do go through a stage where they want to help, which of course we all say, oh, isn't that cute and everything. And then we end up discouraging them because their help is, you know, maybe awkward or it's not, to the 
to the level that we would like to do it. And so we wanna do it. Um, and that is really, although it's tempting and I myself have done that, I would encourage you to not make that mistake and uh, because that's very discouraging for your children to continue helping. Then they, they see that they can't do it as well or to mom's standards and so why even try? Mm -hmm. And that's when you have middle schoolers and teens who are sitting eating a bag of chips on the couch, making a mess and while you're vacuuming under, under their feet. Ooh, you know. No, no, that's not good. <laughs> so, you know, encourage it. Look at that. Are you doing too much, too many chores? Because, you know, as I mentioned, we'll do another episode on this, but there are chores. Your children should be doing chores and they can do different chores at different stages, obviously. Um, but it can be a real help to, to the workload and to your exhaustion level. It can, it can help with that. I guess the last thing I wanted to say on top of that is, if you teach your children reading, writing, and math, and a love of learning and, and sticking with it when things get difficult, they can learn anything. Once they can do those three simple things, the three R's they ta always talked about, it doesn't matter what it is, they can learn it. So even if they get to the end of school and suddenly they decide they want to go in a particular field and they realize, oh, I don't have these two courses that I need. Well, they can take those courses. <laughs> they can take them at the local high school or they can take them online or like, it doesn't really matter as long as every day they're making progress and they're building their character and they're contributing to the home and they're learning how to contribute to society and not just focus on themselves and see others, then it's okay. You're focusing on the right things. They're going to be okay, mom, and you're going to be okay. So don't sweat it. Um, and we know you care. Like I, I know, like we give so much as moms, we just give like way more sometimes than we have to give, but we need to gently, um, guide our kids and take care of ourselves. And don't worry, you're focusing on the right things. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yep. There you go. Well, that's a perfect point at which to end. So don't be afraid of the question. If you're asking the question, look at it though and at why you might be asking that question and then adjust accordingly. But uh, yeah, the fact that you are asking it is really kind of want to, wanted to start and end with that encouragement that, that that's a good, that's not a bad thing that you're doing that. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, Tracy and I always love talking all things homeschool, the good, the bad, the brilliant, and the everything in between. <laughs> uh, uh, join us next week when we are, we have to look at what we're talking about next week, but we will be uh, talking about how to close out your year with a bang. So, mm -hmm. and some ideas about that. And uh, you might learn a couple of interesting perspectives too, about maybe why you might not, not want to do that. Mm, just keep mm. it thinking. Anyway, check back. <laughs> you know. All right. But, uh, so, so thank you. Of course, please rate and review. If you haven't in a while, we would certainly appreciate the, uh, the rate and uh, leave a, leave a little review. We'd appreciate that. And I guess that's all we've got Tracy. We just want to leave you with this reminder, moms. Remember moms, you can homeschool and it can be awesome. <laughs> Have right. a great week. Take care, everybody. Well, that wraps up another episode of the You Can Homeschool podcast. 
Thanks for joining us for another Candid Conversation. For more information on life-changing books, courses, and coaching services, or if you have a homeschooling topic you'd like to hear discussed in a show, check our show notes for how to reach out to Pat and Tracy. 